Welcome to WDEX, the Wired Differently Experience. Yes, this is the show, Wired Differently Experience, and I'm Todd Saylor. That's right, I'm Todd Saylor, and I am the author of the book, The Brand and the Attitude Wired Differently. And I'm back. It's been a couple weeks. I've been very busy with Nick Walenda and EdgeCon and all kinds of things, and I'm super excited to get back on the show with you all. It's fun to see you. It's fun to talk about things. And it's just a super, super exciting thing to have. Well, listen, my name is Todd and you got that part. Well, but my job is to inspire you. My job is to encourage you. My job is to love you, motivate you and teach you some things. But the show, though, the show's job is to challenge the status quo. That's right. To get you out of the dastardly land of quo. And your job, well, your job is easy. Sit back, (laughs) take a few notes, right? But I want to challenge you to be, do, and think differently. That's what this show is. That's what this 15, 20 minutes is all about. What can you start with and end up with by the time we're done talking? So today I want to talk to you about the scary of going bald. The scary of going bald. I want to make sure you all catch me on my podcast, The Wired Differently Experience on Spotify, iTunes, The Wired Differently Experience. Obviously, you're watching me on this show here right now on Facebook. And go to my YouTube channel, Todd Saylor, Wired Differently, or Wired Differently, Todd Saylor, and certainly subscribe. I appreciate that. And uh, for a limited time only, if you go and subscribe to my Wired Differently YouTube channel today or soon, DM me. Subscribe, hit the little button alarm, subscribe bell, and I'll send you a free Wired Differently shirt. That's right, on me. Well, let's talk about the three verbs before we get going, the three verbs that us Wired Differently people live by. I want to remind you. I want to remind you that you're different. I want to remind you that you're special. I want to remind you that you are of God's people and all these things and all this stuff we're doing together in this world we call unbelievable. Let's do this thing called life, right? But I want to remind you that the three verbs that wire differently people live by are believe, prepare, attack. Say it with me. Believe, (laughs) prepare, attack. Believe, prepare. So those are the three verbs we live by. And what that takes us to is the quote from my very first book was, it's not the efforts Jeff we make, not just the efforts that we make, but more so the distances we're willing to go. So when you put the believe, prepare, attack together with the distances that we're willing to go, we're finishers. We're not quitters. We're going the distance in all that we do. And so think about those things as we prepare for the five R's of your rescue. Right? The scary of going bald. So the story I'm going to give you today is a couple, three little stories I want to share with you about me, yours truly, right? Guess what? I know. Maybe some of you haven't noticed I am bald. And I want to use it metaphorically as the scary of something. My scary was of going bald. You all have something that you're scary of or you're worried about of or you're nervous of or your 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 anxiety is germinating and bubbling up and causing challenges for you. 
I have a lot of friends that are going through a lot of things with the COVID, smovid, the pandemic, the epidemic. But you know what? Life goes on. I have a lot of friends that have had dealt with illnesses and challenges. And we're going to close, close with a quote from Steve Jobs when we're done with this. There's a lot of serious things going on, and it all just doesn't revolve around COVID. So I want you to think of these stories about the scary going bald metaphorically. What is your scary? Mine was the scary going bald early on in life. And the subtitle to this is, Only You Can Rescue You. I'm going to give you the five R's, the five R's of you rescuing you from your scary. Right? We all have a scary. We all have this thing we want to deal with. So I just want to kind of set this up. You know how I do my stories and all. And so I, I think that the coolest thing I want to talk to you about is I love my hair. Follow with me here. I love my hair, man. I had the best hair. I mean, literally, class in 1983 in high school. I mean, I should have won best hair. I should have won best hair. I, I, you know what? I, I, I think Pyatek. Dave Pyatek. He probably won it. It was rigged. I had the best hair. But I love my hair. I mean, back in the 80s, I remember sticking my head out the window, man, playing Def Leppard, high and dry. You know, it was awesome music. And my hair would just go flying back as I stuck it out the window. I'm driving, hey, my hair, hey, my hair's going back. Then you come back inside, you pull up the console, and then you spray it with hairspray. Man. It was like a helmet, man. It was the best thing ever. Speaking of helmets, though, as I played football through high school and then through college, I noticed as I took my helmet off, man, I just started to lose hair. I tried everything. My wife still married me. I think she knew. She's she's watching the show today. I think you knew, baby, I was going to lose my hair, but, but you didn't care. At least you didn't act like it. But so I just kind of moved through it all, and I tried all kinds of things. We ended up getting married. I remember trying the Ron Popeil hair. I tried Jeremac shampoo, and we're going to talk about these metaphors on how we're going to solve the scary. I tried all these things, man. I, I literally tried, man. The best thing I ever did was I bought the spray on hair, man. And I put the brown spray all over my hair and it collected to the follicles and the follicles got thicker and it blew it up and blew it. And then you put a little like a shellac over it. And I remember walking in the house and I said, Hey, what's going on? Need me to help cook dinner or anything? And my wife just kind of looked at me and she just kind of looked at me strange and funny. Like, yeah, you're being weird. Well, I mean, I was trying to get her to notice my hair. Well, anyway, she didn't notice my hair. It's kind of funny if you think about it by now. So we ended up going out to the hockey game at the Comets back in Indiana. I lived in Indiana and Fort Wayne, Indiana. If you're out there, give me a shout out. But the point is, I went to the Comets game and we sat in the second row. And as I was feeling good about my hair and having my hair back and my wife was Sitting next to me and everything, it started to get a little warm. It started to get a little hot at the hockey game, to be honest with you. People were cheering and we were clapping and carrying on. And before you know it, I had sweat dripping down my forehead. And my wife looked over at me and she started to laugh. I said, what's going on? She says, well, you got brown paint dripping all down your forehead, honey. And I had to get up and it was such a mess. The scary of going bald lets you to do things. The scary of anything makes you become desperate and try things. The scary of anything is just this idea of attacking it and understanding how to fix it. So this kind of conflict resolution message about the scary of going bald and the five hours I'm going to take you through. 
I got to take you back to eighth grade, though, back in eighth grade. I got to tell you this story and how I dealt with a scary going ball. But I got to set it up with the breakup story, right? The breakup story. We all had breakups, right? We all had breakups when we were kids and through high school. Probably pie tech again. But I was in eighth grade and I had this girlfriend. I, you know, we would talk in the hallways, that kind of thing. Her name was Penny. We'll just call her Penny. And I found out one day that Penny was going to break up with me. Oh. And I didn't find out on my own because we didn't have cell phones back in the day. But I had a friend by the name of Dave Biotech. We'll get to him some other time. I got a lot of stories about Dave. And anyways, he's in my first book. I didn't get him in my second book. But there's a reason for that because he'll probably be in my third book. But anyways, Dave, remember when you told me Penny was going to break up with me? What did I do? What does any man do? What does any boy do when he finds out that the girl is going to break up with her? Before they get a chance to break up with them, I broke up with her first. I beat her to the punch. That way I didn't get dumped. She got dumped. Well, the point of the matter is my hair is a breakup story. And I want to thank Penny for the guts to break up with my hair first. Because you see, I saw my hair leaving me. I saw it coming out in the helmet. I saw it coming out in the hat. I saw it all in the drain dribbling around. I saw it in the Ron Popeil spray. No Germac conditioner. Nothing I could do could bring my hair back. I don't care what shit they tell you on TV. If your hair is gone, let it go. So I learned a lesson from Tech and Penny back in the day in eighth grade. I went to Vegas with my wife, and we had a good night at the Bellagio for a couple, three nights, actually. And I just decided to be done with the scary of going bald. You see, you see the whole worry of going bald, the whole impetus of it coming on, the idea that it was slowly falling out in my helmet and my hats and my tubs and every time I washed my hair and this idea of wondering what people would think and how I was going to handle it. At some point, you just got to do something about it. The scary of going bald will eat you up. So quietly one day, at the Bellagio Hotel, I snuck over to the shower that was assigned to my wife. Yeah, there was two showers in this hotel. I had my shower, and she had her shower. We had two everything, right? And anyways, I designed my house after that. Stuff. But I digress. Here's the thing. I took her leg razor, and I had tired of the worry. I had tired of the scariest scary, and I shaved my head bald that day. I snuck out the door, went down to Las Vegas, the boulevard, and just walked the whole strip by myself. I was so nervous that people would point at me and laugh at me and call me silly or baldy or whatever or anything. But to my amazement, nobody said a word. Everybody accepted me for just who I was. And I didn't look half bad, bald, other than I had, you know, a white ring around my head. But you see, here's the deal. The scary of going ball, the five R's to rescue you. I want to take you through the story of Penny and the breakup. I want to take you through the story of my hair and the breakup. I want to take you through the idea of loving something so much and then losing it. Your identity is attached to things that don't matter. 
There's times where we have to separate from who we thought we were because they're forced upon us. God has interesting and even somewhat cruel ways to help us see him. Whether we lose our hair or we lose a loved one. So I got five R's to rescue you. And some of you know I'm talking right to you. Because it's funny now that I lost my hair. But it's not funny that people are suffering, that people are scared, that people are losing even loved ones. It's not funny. But yet we still have to face the confrontation of the fear. We still have to face the scary of going bald. We still have to face the scary. Now, this message is a two-part message, and I'm going to get you through the five R's of your rescue because I think you need these. I think you need to understand these. So one, here's what we got to do. We got to look at Todd, and I want you to take your scary. I want to take your fear. I want to take your situation that you're concerned about right now as you sit here listening to me live, and I appreciate all the people following me. I've been gone for two weeks, and you're here. I love it. Thank you so much, but I want you to take that concern Right now, and I want you to think about mine was the scary going bald 30 years ago. And a lot of you looking at me right now like, hey, I never saw you without wet hair. I think you look fine. Some of you are saying, well, yeah, I bet you look better. (laughs) But the point of the matter is stick your scary in there. And here's how we're going to face our scaries. I want you to recite it. I want you to look in the mirror. I literally I am not joking sometime in the morning. I want you to look in the mirror. And I want you to say, Todd, you're losing your hair. And there's nothing you can do about this hair situation. Right? Todd, quit making excuses for your hair. It's not the helmet. It's not the hat. It's not the shampoo. It's not the conditioner. It's nothing that you can do about it other than to face the scary. I want you to look right in the mirror and I want you to say, I'm losing my hair. I want you to look right in the mirror and say, I've got a trouble with alcohol. I'm not making excuses about it anymore. I got a trouble with maybe marijuana. Maybe I'm not going to make excuses anymore. I got a trouble with, with getting close to people. I got a trouble with the political front that we're in. I, I cannot stand the left. I have to deal with it. They're human beings. I cannot stand the right. I have to deal with it. They're human beings. I have to look in the mirror and own it. I want you to recite your scary. You know what? Some of you need to recite it more than once. I know I needed to recite a lot of things in my life. I had to face a lot of scaries in my life. And I know you can do it because that's the first step of rescuing yourself. One, recite it, own it, repeat it, own it, own it, own it, own it. There's nothing that can save you other than you. Now, listen, I'm speaking from literally um, myself, the things that I've had to do to get through my own situations. So one, the scary going ball, the first R is I need you to recite it. 
The second R, after you've recited that maybe you have a drinking challenge or you have a drug challenge or you have a dependency challenge or you have a lying problem or you can't face the fact that certain things are going on in your life that maybe certain people are ill and you can't really control everything to help them and you hold yourself accountable. You, you know, you have to face it. But once you've faced it and you've recited it in the mirror, I want you to research it. I want you to get on the Google. I want you to get on, you know, why are you losing your hair? Well, is it what you're eating? Is it genetic? Is it, is it this? What can fix it? What are the things you can do? You can get hair plants. You can get hair plugs. You can wear a rug. You can, you can wear a wig. There's all kinds of things you can do, Todd, about your hair. Whatever your scary is, own it, recite it, and then research it. Because once you've flushed it out, once you've been brave enough to understand that you're going bald, that you have a scary, then you can research it and you can deal with the cures. I mean, listen to me. I've not been in, I actually have been in the situation where I was diagnosed with cancer. It was horrible. I didn't want to face it. I literally basically ran from it. I denied it. I went from doctor to doctor to doctor. And none of them wanted to look at me the way I needed to be looked at. I was diagnosed with prostate cancer by the first doctor. It didn't make sense. But I faced it. I said, you've got a problem here, Todd. And if it's not a true problem now, it could be a true problem later. So I faced it. And then I started to research it. And as I researched it, I understood that the indicators that the doctor was giving me were not truthful indicators. And we researched it until finally three years later, we did the exact right thing. And we found out through testing and imagery that it wasn't actually full-blown cancer. Research. But I couldn't get to the research until I literally recited the fact that I had a problem. Three, I need you to take responsibility. You're going bald, Todd. Figure out what's causing you to go bald so you can understand it and you can deal with it. And last but thirdly, I want you to take responsibility. Nobody else did this to you. Nobody else did this to you. Nobody else gave you a bad diagnosis from a doctor. Nobody else put a bottle in your hand. Nobody else put a dependency issue in your hand. Nobody else, unfortunately, gave you the family that you have, and you have to deal with all the things that you've been given honestly, openly, and forcefully in a positive way. You need to own it and take responsibility of your scary of going bald. I love all the comments. I love uh, the hearts and the and the. And the, and the thumbs up and all that. Now, I don't see your comments, everybody, because I just want to get through the scary and I don't want to lose my rhythm, right? So here we go. Fourthly, now we've already recited it. We've researched it. Now we have accepted the responsibility of it. Now we need to resolve it. Sometimes the resolve is just ending the problem. Sometimes the resolve is just saying it is what it is and we're moving through it. Sometimes the resolve is solving it completely. Sometimes it's a conflict resolution where you're just having to go back to somebody and saying you're sorry. Sometimes the scary is just how you're dealing with your friends. Sometimes you just basically have to say I'm sorry. Now, I've had to say I'm sorry quite often in my life. And I will tell you this, 
the scarier going bald or the scarier facing the fact that you were wrong, it does get easier to confront your scary once you go through the recite it, research it, take responsibility, and then resolve it. A simple sorry in many cases will resolve most scaries in conflict resolution management, whether it's with yourself, a personal issue, or most likely an issue with a friend, a neighbor, or even a family member. Resolve it. And then last but not least, you've got to release it. I want you to release it. I want you to be done with it. I want you to get over with it. I want you to just forgive yourself. I want you to forgive other people. Because at the end of the day, you can't carry this shit around with you. I mean, it's just not worth it. I mean, I don't, I don't have time for it. I got people to help. I got myself to help. I got things to do. I got another show. To, you know, I, I think that more can be done going forward than wallowing around the things in the past that you can't change, damn it. You understand? You can't change certain things. So say you're sorry. Move on. Resolve it. Then release it. Now, listen, let's go back up here to recite, because one of the things I want you to know is that, that recite, look here, recite, let's see how good I am. Recite is also to confess. So number one, when we recite something, we're actually confessing to ourselves, to God, to our friends, to others, because it's helpful to get it out, Right. And the next thing I want to make sure that you understand here is the only issue. And I'm sorry to research. Research is this one here. Try this one out. Right. This is see how good I am. Here we go. Research it. So if you've confessed it. Now study it. Study the word. Right. So here's how we are. We're moving right through this. And the last thing I wanted to kind of parlay this onto was this one. Here we go. You following me in my typing skills? Can't believe that I'm actually uh, getting these words right without spell check, huh? Here we go. And last but not least, when you release it, you forgive it. You forgive yourself. So one, confess. Two, study the word. And three, Forgive yourself, forgive your friend, forgive somebody. We can't carry this stuff around with us. So I want you to understand that this is the, the five hours of rescuing you. And I want you to understand that we are called a higher calling. I mean, I know that you're watching this. I know a lot of you have. Uh, hey, we, got, we got a lot of people on the show. Uh, I want you to understand that we are called to believe, prepare, attack. Those three verbs. I want you to understand that we are called to go the distance. And it's not just getting on a show like this and listening to it or talking about it. It's to go the distance because the efforts in a show, the efforts in a study, the efforts in the things that we're doing aren't enough. You have to go the whole way. You have to go from recite, right, to release. I need you to go the distance. I need you to be that person that can go the distance, that can be committed to the five R's of rescuing yourself. Now, I know this is a simple message, but sometimes the most simple messages make the most simple sense. All of you are scared of something. I know it. 
I'm scared of something constantly. Now, next week, we're actually going to talk about the three types of scary, right? So, really, this message was a setup because next week, we're going to talk about the three types of scary. There's only three types of scary. There's the wanted scary, the wasted scary, and the winning scary. You're winners. You're wired different. So let's wrap this thing up. The five R's to rescuing yourself. I want you to figure out what your scary is. I want you to recite it. I want you to research it. I want you to own it. I want you to resolve it. And I want you to release it. Let that bad boy go. So we got this thing. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. And make sure you understand that I redo all these videos and we put them on YouTube. Join my YouTube channel now. Come on, everybody. Let me send you a free shirt. Let's grow that. Hey, we've had a good push. We're well over 200 now. So let's keep growing it. Let's do this thing called Life Together, Wired Differently. And let's uh, make sure that we understand the five R's to rescue our own damn self, right? Because no one's going to no one's gonna save you. Nobody's going to save you. You can only save yourself. Count on that. I'm telling you, live by that. You can do that. Release it. Give it to God and you take action to believe, prepare, and attack. This has been the Wired Differently Experience. Wired W-D-E-X.